Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Better be there pronto. Well, with that being said, man, we're about to get into this conscious shop. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. You know, um, uh, a few days ago, I was asked a question by uh, Mr. Janty on TikTok about bisexual, about, about black men being bisexual. Um, this comes from, uh, uh, you know what? I'm just going to play the video. I think I think it's better that it's best that I just play the video for y'all. And, you know, that's how we're going to do that. Uh, I got, you got this out. Yeah. Black women. What is the reason for you? So, Mr. Men, without blaming black women, the reason for you exclusively date outside of you. All right, so I, I responded to this video about a couple of days ago. Um, you know, basically saying, you know, I'm trying to date black women, but black women don't want me because I'm bisexual. And the only options I basically had left was white women. But I have a rebuttal question. You know, being that you're one of the most intelligent people I've seen at the time, I feel like you're the one who could best answer this question for me. And the black community, or the minority community, specifically black women, why do some of them refuse to be a man that is openly bisexual without mentioning STDs and without mentioning their insecurities? Also without mentioning how they were raised and brought up. Because I've been trying to date black women for 31 years, and not a single one of them would date me because of bisexual. Hey, question of the week. Co-host. What do y'all think? What's what's your what's your response to the question? This generally first before we start getting into the nuts and crannies of this conversation like, uh, of, of, of uh, unpackaging. What's y'all general, you know what I'm saying? And you just got hate general questions. But like, yeah, to his what he asked, what's your response? I mean, as a queer black woman, I feel like Toya, <laughs> it was totally right. Okay, I want to be precise about the specific question. So his question is, without mentioning STDs, bad past, I missed some of the other insecurities, 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 insecurities how you was raised. What is the reason that black women, or why women won't date? bisexual men bisexual yeah. black men bisexual black men yeah i don't think that there is a really good strong persuasive reason that doesn't have appendages that lead itself to you saying everything but i'm afraid to be with who i want to be with because of something that has been this debunked uh turned on his head or that you you're telling yourself because you're afraid of something that you shouldn't be afraid of, which is de facto, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word? Uh, homophobia, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're, the, 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 it's a fear. It's a fear. This is where the, that term is most aptly, because I know you, we, we use homo negativity as a way to describe and explain a particular phenomenon. I think that can be seen when we look at um, how we deal with bisexuals in general that negativity toward how they live, you a cheater, you a this, you a that, that's the kind of the violence that comes from it. But the fear that you're gonna catch something, that uh, your alignment with that person will, and, and what they've done will negatively impact you and that people will have a perception of you and that will create you know, a level of uh, deviance or dirtiness on you and who you are. But you know, oh, that shit is, is fear. 
right? And it's a presupposition that you have because of bad things you've been taught about homosexual people, particularly uh, men who might put themselves in positions where they are feminized in some way. Damo? Yeah, I mean, Toya said a whole bunch of smart shit, right? So I only got one brain. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so I'm gonna follow that up with, I'm gonna follow that up with this. I think it's unfair to ask to have that conversation and not introduce the ways in which we've been socialized to understand particular relationships. Uh, you can't reduce things to just insecurities. You feel me? Like, especially when what you perceive in as an insecurity is something that's been established based off of socialization. You know I mean, like it's not outside the range of understanding to think that even even the most tolerant individual that is in um in, in uh that that uh like a, a heterosexual relationship without a further understanding of breaking down gender binaries and uh sexuality being deeper than you know our our uh anatomy that type of shit without having a deeper understanding of that socially that's more so the expectation and so while I while I appreciate what he's bringing up in terms of what he's had to deal with in, in, in those circumstances and being a heterosexual, cisgendered black male, I can't you know what I mean begin to understand what it's like to not be accepted by women because of my sexuality. But ultimately, and on, on that particular question, we're dealing with something larger than just like when we talk about that preference, right? Like the question of whether or not I fuck with black women or not, that's always about, well, I prefer and this, this, that, and the third. But then when we start asking questions of, well, why am I ostracized by any community uh, or by any group in the black community, it always comes back to how we've been socialized to understand sexuality. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a disservice to ignore those parts of it because the problem that I have with it is he's framing it like, oh, that's the excuse. That's an excuse for them. And that's that's not an excuse when that is the cause, right? It's that it's it's all mental. It's all how we come to understand the world. So um, I, I do think that there's there's issues with the way that uh, bisexual men are are framed and how they're demonized and uh, criminalized and how uh, black women uh, uh, unwittingly uh, a lot of times play into that because we gotta understand, man, like the shit that we consider normal. We don't think it's wrong to be like, but it's not. That's not normal. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so it yeah, takes a, it takes a deeper conversation. conversation. Yeah. I think I think that deviancy is a big part of this conversation. And if I'm being real, my initial response to do, but I end up like deleting. Like, man, I can't. I don't want. I don't want to come at that because I think he's asking me a genuine question. But I wanted to just be like, hey, listen, fam, this kind of pop out to my original framing of the conversation being about the dateability, respectability in terms of how, how people are attracted to black women and your rebuttal question is kind of a cop out in saying that black women don't date me because I'm bisexual. It's like, mm -hmm. hey fam, the same internet you was able to ask me this question on, is the same internet you can go find a black women, a, a groups of black women that are into black men that are bisexual. So I was kind of like, hey fam, it's kind of cap on this, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna come at you like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying I try to resp respond to the video from kind of how Damo coming at this, like we condition in certain ways, because you know what I'm saying. My next question, you know what I'm saying, would be is because, because I, I do agree though. Like in in terms of the initial question, 
he mixed in two things that There's that that like are that. two more nah, like bro. important conversations. Like the, right. yeah, go ahead, say. I mean, and that 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 is what happened when you have circumvention. What is circum? What does it mean to circumvent something? It means you try to sidestep and tiptoe around it so that you don't have to deal with the baggage of it and potentially be culpable for certain toxic things that you've internalized too. So when you try to slip and slide around stuff by slipping and inserting something, that's well, what about right? Who you you ever argue with somebody who you try to call to? Because I used to be this person, and, and somebody I was in a relationship had to grow me out of it, where they like. I need to talk to you about something. I got to get you together by the boom. And you like, but what? And you've been quiet. You haven't had a complaint, haven't had a grievance, haven't had an issue. But in the face of your own bullshit, you want to be like, well, what about this? And now all of a sudden you have a resume of things that you want to get them together about. And that shit ain't fighting fair, right? That's meaningless instead of meaningful engagement that really starts to um, derail the conversation from what it's going to be. Let's do a chat chat real quick. Is this thing going off? Or do y'all want to keep it pushing? Oh, yeah, the chat, no, the no, chat no, is yeah, going yeah, yeah, check the chat. Check the chat. It's almost hard to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say it's going so fast. <laughs> I can't even click. I can't even click a comment to see because it's going so fast. And when I try to click comment, I click the wrong comment. So I was like, yeah. I will. I mean, I yeah. Sure. And we got 220 people across all three platforms on Consciously, on Facebook, and on the uh, Chop Up. So shout out to all of y'all that's in this. So uh, we appreciate y'all joining the conversation. Yeah, man. About 200 say- plus of y'all, definitely. Uh, it's a it's a mixed comments in here. Like for all the people that's in here, it's a whole bunch of different perspectives on it. Um, here are a couple of things that I'm gonna stand by in relationship before we move to Lee's next questions that I, I want us to and that I'm willing to stand by in terms of sexuality, right? First of all, sexuality is fluid. Right. So that's one of the things y'all gonna have to realize about people, how they maneuver, how they manifest, uh, how they navigate notions of sexuality. You're going to want to sit and put them in a box and anticipate that from the time that you met them or the time that you learned about their sexuality and orientation to the time that you done fooling with them, that everything is going to stay on the same track. And that's just not realistic. People don't owe you their past. They don't owe you their resumes unless it is a consensual orientation to, to drop in that type of information. I saw a lot of tweets that made me laugh. They said, oh, four days ago, baby, my, my body count started over. We're back at zero. Hello. Welcome to 2021. And so who knows what that Carfax could say? You know what I'm saying? Who knows what you, what you I mean, Carfax. I'm married though. I like, you, so, you're talking to married folk though, so we don't got we don't worry about them problems. And that's that. still you know, that's well, they said at the next the new year they they body count started over. <laughs> zero. And move forward. And so I just, I, I think you will always be disappointed. You will always be frustrated. You will always be let down. And this is even your heterosexual partners, your homosexual partners, your trans partner, your your, your trans and, uh, or non-gender conformer relationships. When you attempt to put somebody's sexuality in a box, when you attempt to uh, 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 have your expectations be disappointed by their history or their past, you plan yourself every time because that is completely the antithesis of what sexuality is and how. Hey, I think I think you started some shit to you. New year, new know. body count. New year, new body count. To me, that's hilarious. To me, like. Nigga said we are starting back. What was Brian McKnight said we we start hey, we start back hey, at zero hey somebody i want to give a shout out to that i feel like content is just when i say hilarious and i use that purposely hilarious <laughs> erica kane on tiktok erica kane e kane on tiktok when i tell y'all she got some of the funniest kind con- you know what i feel like she makes she makes 
like 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 poetry of philosophy. Like she makes like she theorizes and like, like I feel like she theorizes and like gives a philosophy behind like Hoenn. You feel me? And it's just like intriguing for me to just like it blows my mind. You feel me? Like it, it's crazy. You feel me? But I, but, I do want to I, I do want to get to uh, a question in the chat and um this question yeah, that's asked by Samantha is a question that most people ask. Like this is like the question that comes up with. Uh, oh, yeah. transgender uh, conversation with with the queer co it's, it's uh, so it's this question of disclosure right uh samantha wyatt asks are you saying that a man that is involved with a woman doesn't owe her the truth of who he is now let me say this and then and i want you to kill it to you because you know i don't like going after for you because it's, it's like it ain't as you know what i'm saying so <laughs> so uh, the, thing huh. about, the, the thing about when we talk about like this this question of bisexuality, if it is a if it's a, a man that one would consider bisexual and he in a relationship with a woman, uh, like that question of promiscuity is irrelevant to the question of his sexuality if his committed relationship is with a woman. The issue with the way that that question is phrased and the way that in the way that people phrase it is that when you have a, a man that's willing to say that they are uh, both sexually attracted to men and women, they become demonized. Mm -hmm. And so there's this weird, there's this weird or deviant nature that's attached to that individual that then becomes it's like, oh, well, if you would do that, then you would do it to an animal, right? And it's like, that's why you always, uh, the question of pedophilia, when you talk about homosexuality or any queerness yeah, at all, exactly. the question of pedophilia always gets brought up because it's, the, the the idea of a, a queer body is all the way deviant yeah and so like the sexual pedophilia you got to put them on the same page because mentally socially that's the only way that you understand it. it's that type of deviance but the problem is if it is a commit if it is a man that is committed to a woman regardless of any excuse me any outside that jameson any outside attraction Right, like, or, or or who else he could possibly be attracted to? A committed relationship is a committed relationship, and if these are the only two people that's like that we're together, I shouldn't, man or woman, it shouldn't be nobody else in the picture. Exactly. This is our committed relationship, unless we've had conversations to allow us to do otherwise. And you know, you got to talk about that shit because ain't nobody assuming. Well, I thought you was cool with me fucking whoever I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go ahead, Tori. I want to answer the, the last question real quick in terms of, wait, are you saying you don't have to disclose things? This is my take on relationships, particularly being um, somebody who identifies as queer. Um, a lot, it, it, and let me, let, me, let me preface it with this. A lot of what you want to know and that a lot of the concerns that a lot of people are bringing up are able to be grappled with and there are inroads to, to confronting those in different ways than what y'all giving the credit for. Y'all are just choosing the homonegative kind of by negative way of going about it. Case in point, um, the question that was asked was, do I not deserve uh, to know the truth? Well, let's think about that for a minute. What you really want to know, if I'm understanding the question right, is if that person has some baggage that from their past that could impact you, something like an STD. Well, okay, that's general knowledge that you should want to know from any partner. Are anybody you normally? Yeah. Have you have a background to get tested? Is that a habit for you? Do you value your health in that way? Do you have a regimen? So there's a different way to get about asking that question that you would ask to any sexual partner, regardless of their past, because you just regardless. want to know, regardless of where you've been and what you've done, have you been on the up and up? You would want to know that same thing if that person had only been with women. The second thing 
is you wanting to know in terms of what they do and how they move. What your real question is, is I am interested in a monogamous relationship. Are you too invested in monogamy? Because mm -hmm. concern is not bisexuality or should not be whether or not they have an attraction to somebody else outside of the confined relationship because they with you. So why does it matter? Oh, and froze. Yeah, froze up a little quickness there. Froze, froze with a little quickness. Froze with a little yeah. quickness. Well, if I oh, say well, but, yeah. But yeah, why she? Uh, because a part of what she was speaking to Uncle P put in the chat. He he brought up the poly conversation, and and of course that's a that like that's the point though, right? That's a that's a conversation that you have. Let's get to you right. Um, that's a conversation that you have when. Like uh, uh, when one is open about like, yo, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? She was going off and her shit. Oh, yeah, uh, sis was going. Hey, sis was yeah. going off. She sis was it. going off. Sis um, was going off. And hey, and this is why everybody right now should make sure that the entirety of 2021, every Monday night, you see what the Chop Up Show has cooking up for y'all because this is what we had. This is a weekly conversation that we do every Monday about things that's going on in the world. And today we just happen to be discussing the positionality of the B in the LGBTQ community and specifically right. you know, what, they, what, they, what they call the alphabet people. This is the B of the alphabet yeah. people. Yeah, uh, Robert Holland said the Illuminati came to tell you. I was about to say the same right. shit. Yeah, man. You know, I'm gonna uh, wanna ask that, the other question without her even being here. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, you know, Toya will be back. Um, just you know, technical difficulties be what it is, but uh, I think I, I think to to kind of continue on the on the point that she was making is that um ultimately the the type of transparency that we expect and that we're adamant about from uh someone who would consider themselves bisexual should be the same transparency that you would expect in any you know in any relationship if specifically if it's about uh specifically if it's about uh like you know how we engage sexually right i mean because yeah. a, a heterosexual yeah. man go ahead I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm about to cut you off and say, I think we just cut it. I think I think we need to curb this conversation in terms of saying that the dude that posed this question, he posed this question and saying openly bisexual man. Why? Because because in my mind, he's asking the question where he's already acknowledging the phenomenon of being down low. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, like how, how he posed the question, he's already acknowledging that there's a such thing as being down low. You feel me? And he's already acknowledging that there are black women that date down low black men. But I feel like to the question about why there's a stigma about why openly bisexual black men aren't dated, aren't, aren't usually dated by black women. And I thought that that was, in my in my opinion, the the way in which I asked the question with, I feel like, good, good faith, because I feel like he was trying to ask something very genuine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, but that's the thing, though. So, because sometimes you run into the problem of where you got somebody that you feel like is trying to add something genuine, but that genuineness is being weaponized uh, as a part of a conversation. That genuineness was weaponized as a part of a conversation that, uh, that really, it, that, again, those two things, you know, did not connect. The question of, you know, uh, black women have that the perspective that they have on uh, uh, bisexual men, and what and why you know people say they don't date. Because the question: Are you making an excuse? That's what you would have to ask them. But go ahead and 
You know, everybody yeah, says you was yeah, going yeah, in. Yes, that's the conversation going on, man. Yeah. So we, we, we know the CIA, our CIA got you, but we back hey, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm pissed. All I was about to say, and I was shouting out Uncle P in the comments. Uh, oh, yeah, we shouted him out. We shouted yeah, him out. Polyamory yeah. is what you want to know about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Your question is about whether or not you're interested in dating multiple people at one time. Would you be truthful with me? Is that something I'm open to? So ask the right questions and you'll get the right answers from people without being nosy right when people want to bring you something they will i think a lot of people are concerned with well i don't want to learn about this six months down the line or a year why not by then you will have loved that person cared about that person built a relationship about that person got into a routine with them so why are, are any of those things relevant if they all about you you mm -hmm. insecure. it's insecurity and so that's all i was saying and yes i'm talking my shit so the so the whole internet just decided to go away oh, real man. quick. Hell, I'm, I'm, I'm happy y'all made for me and y'all held a space for me to tell yeah. my truth real quick because that's the that's the that on it. Yeah, man. I guess so you gonna get to your next you gonna get to your next question, George. Just to keep the conversation going. I actually was sitting at my sister-in-law's house when I seen this video. And because I was around some black women, I tapped and asked them, you feel me? And one of my nieces, I know I got multiple nieces, so I feel like I ain't this album, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we, hey, conditioning is a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? We all lost in the sauce of how we condition in this heteronormative world. That's the reason why my response was about heteronormativity, because we all have been conditioned to buy into how heteronormativity and normalizing heterosexual relationships has been made to be seen as the standard. So my right. so, so my niece was literally asked the question though. She said she literally asked the question. I said I asked her like, so would you date a man that know that was bisexual? And I'm talking about she young though. So this is what I'm saying. So she went. I feel like she wasn't trying to be fallacious at all. Wasn't trying to be. But she asked, wouldn't I get something if I dated a man that was bisexual? So y'all know y'all y'all be y'all be down. Y'all crazy in y'all head. Y'all think y'all was gonna tune in. Did many people to some consciously was doing. I wasn't gonna give you an education is elevation, right? <laughs> so coming from this little article on the uh, bodypro.com, it says that uh HIV diagnosis among black women in the US had declined in the past 10 years. Although questions remain as what factors caused the drop, according to 2019 published in AIDS and Behavior, changes in behavior among black gay and black bisexual cisgender men may be potential contributor to the decline highlighting their bridging potential for HIV transmission to heterosexual women. So my question to y'all into the comment section is though uh, 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 it's pretty much increased HIV testing and treatment for black bisexual men may have played a role in the HIV drop in black women, but has the stigma gone away in terms of black bisexual men being pathologized for being disease packing mofos. No. Yeah, nah. I mean, uh, because I mean the the the, the down low brother um myth or or hysteria still exists. I mean, uh not yeah. to say but the, the interesting thing that I was that 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 I think about when it comes to the down low brother phenomena is that if if this if the, the society and the culture or I mean, just or just that that group of people uh, wouldn't weaponize sexuality against niggas. It it wouldn't be something that niggas dealt with, right? Like, and so we look at it as like you know niggas be hiding it, yeah, because y'all be threatening niggas' life. <laughs> you feel me? Like the fuck? Like it's if if somebody hides being gay, they, there's no surprise why they would do that. 
Like yeah. niggas be like, why would he hide it? Why? Because motherfuckers would treat him like shit, toss him out yeah. the window. Yeah, you feel me? Like that's why it's like, I mean, early on, like I, I had you know had to figure out like where I kind of stood on it. And one of the first lessons I learned in high school was like, yo, I didn't know that this nigga was gay, but this was my nigga, so he gonna be my nigga still. You feel me? Everybody can't do that. You know what I mean? Like everybody, cause everybody don't have the type of friendships with other cisgender niggas to where it's like, yo, that's yo, nah, you good, my nigga. Like ain't nobody you gay. We know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that. That. But that's not the approach that we have. It's like ah, this nigga, this you know, f word and like this, this, that, and the third nigga. We gonna get you some pussy, nigga. We go like that's the that's the approach that niggas have with it. And so it's like we we sit and look at these brothers that that choose to make that decision. And then demonize them for choosing to hide themselves um, and, and, and be who they are in secret when you live in a world that's consistently, uh, like, for example, accusing you of being a disease-ridden individual mm-hmm. because of who you choose to fuck with. Right? You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the bigger problem. You know what I mean? And so that, but that, but that down-low brother mentality, that, that, that fear, that down-low brother phobia is, is what maintains that uh, that that uh, perception, right? That mm-hmm. demonization. Definitely. I, I think up in the comments, and I think that's something that I'm hoping uh, when I first saw it, I definitely thought of both gay and uh, bisexual men in terms of hoping that that starts to shape a little bit more of comfort in their community um, and really a, a more meaningful and proactive orientation toward what happens because we don't, I don't want to be exclusive and dismissive of people's experiences with the down low experience. Like Damo just kind of hinted at, there's a justifiable reason why a lot of people don't run to the microphone and say, guess what I just discovered about myself or guess who I really am. And so DL relationships do happen and shit gets messy and shit. Let's be honest. The narratives, you know, just like cliches, like if at first you don't succeed, try, succeed, succeed, try and try again, it's a cliche because people are like, yeah, that shit's true. Like tell somebody else, tell somebody else. Similarly, we have some, not all stigmas, not all problematic notions, but there are some truths to the concerns that people have. They're just dated. They're outdated, right? And, and the conversation moves and changes and we don't move with it. And so I'm really hopeful that PrEP uh, being the type of medication that you can take on a regular basis to help block your ability to have the antibodies that cause the HIV virus that eventually gets to AIDS, that by being able to take that medication and get under that type of procedure that you are in a better position to deal uh, with some things. Are we, Michaela? Uh, yeah, Michaela says, are we just going through comments? Oh, my fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to I go back to Michaela, but I do want to I do want to respond to catch these hands. Um, and he said, why do people, why do we people go to extremes? Like that, that's funny. That is a good, that's a good <laughs> use today. But Cassidy's hand said, why do people go to extremes? Like they're going to get murdered if they tell the truth. I wonder what ratio ends in violence. I think it's more of a fear of judgment. Um, it's both. It's the possibility of being murdered as well as at best, you know what I mean? Or, or I'm going to say at best, the best case scenario is you accept it, you're loved and people treat you normal. Right, that's the best case scenario. Uh, but that the, the murder is something that happens too often. You feel me? Like one of I, I got a partner that I that I uh, grew up with that was murdered in them type of circumstances. You feel me? Like uh, uh, uh I mean, I, I ain't you know not gonna get too in his business, but like uh, ultimately it was that type of a situation, and he ended up losing his life because of that. Uh, and so we can't dismiss that like that. That's a reality. But even if we don't look, even if we look at the murder aspect of it as being an extreme, 
being ostracized from the from the people you love. Yeah, that is just more. Than, you know what I mean? Like that's a bitch, bro. Everybody. Like that's 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 more than enough reason. Yeah, you feel me? And that's like, common. Ex- like literally being, it's like literally being exiled from your immediate like family kinship that you built. What's it called from? For a, for a lot of people that I know, you know what I'm saying? Like them coming out because because ultimately I feel like what the original question was about somebody saying, you know, should I have to? So so, so you're saying that a black man shouldn't have to disclose that he's bisexual with a woman instead of the other? It's like that's a conversation about not only disclosure, but it's like literally coming out the closet you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like for some people you feel me it's like you know there's there, there's too much for them to risk <laughs> when it comes to you know what i'm saying coming out there i'm saying when it comes to, you know what i mean so it's just like some you gotta be able to just be, be real as a queer person i tell people all the time i don't believe in the politics that come now it's some shit i actually don't believe in um and that is because uh, the yeah. who have relationships. Yeah, you got to talk a little bit louder for this one. You got to talk a little bit louder for this one. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You I, don't believe, I don't believe in the positive. And let me be clear. I don't. I'm not saying like don't come out. I'm not saying people should not come out. I'm saying the coerced necessitation that people disclose to you their sexual orientation um, at any stage mm-hmm. of you all's interactions. Like if they are, if you are, again, if you're asking them, are they able to be monogamous? Are they interested in building a relationship one-on-one or are they fooling with other people? That's one question. But to demand that you tell me that you like, it is violent and everybody can't do it. It's certain backgrounds, certain lifestyles that people have not reconciled at the point that you want them to. What a lot of that shit means for them and you can't force that. And I'm speaking from experience. So like coming out day, national coming out day, don't celebrate that shit. Never did. Don't believe in it. Y'all do that. Have it. Tell your stories. Do all those things. I'm happy they're beautiful and poetic. And your mama came out and cried with you and everybody did the thing. And y'all went out for ice cream and stuff. It just does not end like that more often than not. And I don't think there is space left for people who have a very raggedy, very fucked up, very tattered coming out experience. And so you just don't get to who who deputizes you to be the empress and the king and queen of London, England, uh, 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 China and France. I just don't know why you get to demand that from people when there are so many other things you can demand from the people you are in romantic relationship with. And let me and let me point this out um, because Toya just dropped a gem on niggas. Um, first of all, Hey, I want to say is Toya probably didn't put. Uh, 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 because we ain't gonna do that, George. We ain't gonna do that, George. We ain't gonna do that. Because because anybody that's been listening to the conversation know, you know what I'm saying, where niggas stay, like where where yeah, where this shit lines yeah. up. But I, I want to say this this type of shit right here, this type of shit right here, Travis. This shit is corny. We have the conversations that we have on this platform, and we speak from our perspective, our social locations. When we speak from whatever it is that we talking about, and so I, before, so he ain't been listening. I mean, he ain't been listening at all. Hell yeah, no, he, he ain't he ain't been listening. So it's like niggas niggas just show up to try to police the conversation, but it's like my nigga, move like move around, bro. <laughs> and this is the this is the fun part of engaging the comments. Like nah, niggas that come with the smoke, we be smoke ready. <laughs> like that. Ready. Hey, look at you ready from it. Stay ready, you ain't never uh, gotta be ready. Go ahead to the next question, George. Yeah, well, hey, well, I feel like do ask a loaded ass question. There was a whole bunch of clauses without saying this and without bringing up this and without saying this and without bringing up this. Why do it was like, whoa, I see what you're trying to do here because I asked without blaming black women, why do you exclusively date outside your race? I asked that question, and so your rebuttal question was this. My question though, 
is I think what dude was getting at was kind of a a a pollution of one's masculinity in terms of being bisexual, right? Yeah. My question to the comment section, to the people that's listening to this on Spotify, to people listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you feel me? To you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean, to to just be just being just keeping it a stack. Why do y'all think much of society stigmatizes men that are bisexual and thinking that their masculinity is polluted as a result of them being bisexual. Why is it a dishonor in many instances for a man to be openly bisexual? Um, <laughs> well, I, think, I, I think it is because the, the, the graphic nature, because a lot of these relationships are only being identified by the sexual interactions that happen, the imagery that pops up in people's minds is one that takes away power from a man in a certain position in that exchange and says a lot of negative things about a person in another, in the more powerful position in that exchange. I think picturing and imagining people in positions um, that, you know, like sexual positions that you are typically see women like that, there's a disconnect there that then degrades your power, your strength, your value, your worth as you are able to check the bo- the man box, right? And so I think that there is just like a literal visceral reaction people have to when you say gay, homosexual, it triggers an image, it triggers a picture, that picture is gross. And, and then all of a sudden we then associate that grossness with negativity and then we diminish the value you have in that category because you're not what this is supposed to be. I mean, and and definitely as somebody as a, a cisgendered individual who definitely used to engage in a lot of um, erasure and a lot of you know heteronormativity, um, I used to be somebody that would be like, "Nigga, if you a fucking dude, you gay. Ain't no bisexual." <laughs> <laughs> like that used to, be, I used to say that shit. Like, they they used to before I understood. You know what I mean? Like the. The the flu, you know what I mean? How like how shit? Hey, ain't me, hey, hey, like, a lot of, I know a lot too. Was me too. I should be like, fam. So so you fucking another dude that you gay, bro? Like just, just kill like, it. Like because it used. I mean, that's no, that, 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 But then I know. I know more now. Know a little more to the texture. Yeah, it's because like, like, like even like the, the the labels don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you that's what you end up learning. It's it, it, the relationships people want to have is the relationships people have, and it is because of. That because I mean I think it, it, it goes back to the the overly religious understanding that that is incorporated in how we understand sexuality, right? Like the uh, uh we we essentially dealing with, I mean there's a uh a, what what they call uh, abomination. Cause shout out to Solar Vision Debate League. I fuck with a, a lot of Hebrew Israelites, a lot of very super religious niggas. Um, we be engaging in debates <laughs> and conversations. And not and 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 I, I listen to because I because these is our brothers and I want to know why they you know what I'm saying why they think like that and why they you know why they operate the way that they operate and it, it it and it all goes back to the Bible saying it's an abomination in this in in this fashion so like that like that under that dogmatic understanding is still prevalent through just our social fabric and that's looked at as well if this was made for this it's it's a very simplistic logic. That well, this gotta be just completely wrong, right? Like if it can't make babies, if it can't do that, it's a lot of very simplistic logic associated why what makes it wrong. And so, uh, go ahead, Toya. 
Well, one of the things that this conversation also gets me to in terms of just the wrong things and doing the wrong things, and this can open up a whole nother can of worms and I'm not opening up, I'm just mentioning it. A lot of social media conversations that I also see uh, pop up and get recycled is if a woman does X, Y, and Z to their man, does that make their man gay? If, or, or, you know, is there something queer about that man if it is something that would typically be done between homosexual men and he likes that to be done. That's everything from I'm about to get graphic here. So cover your ears and cover one of your eyes if you don't like it. But like ass play or <laughs> being planked or like just <laughs> different things that, you know, like the, 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 so the scope of it is big, but a lot of it is. Like I'm covering my ears. I got headphones on. I'm <laughs> a lot of it is this rigidity. <laughs> It's based on like this very monolithic understanding of what things is, uh, what sex is, what sexuality is, what passion is, what it means to share moments, what satisfaction and pleasure are. All of those things are wrapped up in conversations that are insulated by our church, by religion, by all of those things. And so, I mean, call it what, it's, what it is. It's just it's it's a a a skepticism that is. To me, to me, to me, I feel like I feel like like uh, like being around. You know what I'm saying, Dr. Amber Kelsey. I feel like you just say that we've been normalized to just having a bunch of bad sex. Therefore, in my mind, we have a very rigid understanding of like pleasure. You feel me? And to me, it's like heteronormativity is based off of a rigid understanding of desire and pleasure. So I feel like we I almost I feel like as a nigga that come from the hood, I feel like I'm conditioned to only understand pleasure and desire to go one way. And there's other ways that it's not even discoverable, can't be experimented. It's like it's like hell no, stop with that nigga. That's when, gay. when I when you, I if, found out, if you try this, you're gonna be gay forever. So mm. you just <laughs> so, so figure when, it out. When I, when I found out, when I found out that most women like don't know shit about an orgasm. I was like. Damn, like, hey, on some real shit, even though we're having a conversation about uh black men being bisexual, the idea, like literally said idea, the reality of me learning that only a certain number of heterosexual black women ever experience uh, orgasm, it made me open Pandora's box of thinking, like, damn, maybe this sexuality, this, this the, the actual not sexual, the actual sex part. You know what I'm saying? Are we, yeah, it's, it's, it's very it's heavily. Like, we think about this a little different. We ain't thinking about yeah. this one thing. God damn, like what's going? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? But let's uh, let's go ahead, go ahead and cap it off, George. So we can go ahead right. and finish up with this. Before George caps it off, I want to address two things. One, yeah. real quick, is this idea of competing with somebody else because your partner is bisexual? There is no competition. Are you competing with other women? If the man chose you. Are you competing with other women? If the women, if the if the woman chose you, are you really competing with other women? If the man chose you, are you competing? With, no, they chose you. Their minds are on you. So what? Ask yourself what the difference is between you competing with other women who want your person, your partner's attention, and other men who want your partner's attention. You need to check your partner. Monogamy is monogamy is monogamy is monogamy is monogamy. monogamy. Because your real issue is whether or not you have somebody you can trust, not whether you got somebody who's interested in other sexualities. That's really largely irrelevant in terms of your concerns. The last thing I want to say is Travis and Linda's. I don't want to be overly dismissive of you all. Uh, uh, some of you all's takes that I've been seeing in the comments because y'all are like, where are the bisexual men in this conversation? And that's fair. But I want to be 
clear about a, a couple of things. One, we can only speak from our social locations and our social locations are in relived realities around bisexual men that we need to be accountable for forefronting and having in our conversation. So I don't think we have to drag a bisexual man in here. Yes. To- and the question was, I play, I play this audio. I play this audio. He's here. Shout out to you, uh, DJ. I think uh, DJ Al Good. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know you was going to be here, but shout out to you. I played the audio for him. A, a black bisexual man posed the question. But I mean, you know, this is where y'all come in. If y'all want, y'all see what we're gonna talk about. George's been telling y'all what the scoop is. Invite these people to come and, and dialogue with us. Check us. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're speaking out of turn. Our our experience is only so deep. But I don't want to make it seem like we just like we're gonna talk. Uh, be people who aren't who are talking about people and over people without including their experiences. We just can't have a thousand people on every single show, and right. that should be a litmus test. But when we talk about the people we coexist with in this world, we are accountable for trans women. Even if they don't end up on the show, we're accountable for uh, our other queer counterparts, for black people, for women. We, we, this is a, a labor of accountability. This is not a labor of exclusion. So I want to be clear about that. Yeah. How right. And, 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 uh, and the last thing before we move on, yo, we are not in the business of making spectacles of people just in order to prove a point. We are all individuals with a perspective on these issues that engage on our, and are held responsible for how we move regardless of what our social or sexual orientation is right like we are responsible for have love for stand by stand for people that shouldn't have to be placed as a spectacle like look look see they with us the fuck like i said i'm i'm like listen my niggas know what's up and the niggas that got a question about it ain't they ain't even in the circle so they don't even fucking matter you know i mean if anything you'll never know it you ain't no that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, to be for real, if anything, yo, like the fact that it's the fact that there are brothers that are willing to speak on these issues specifically when being uh, heterosexual or cisgender black men that are, are like our sexuality, which we really don't give a fuck to be honest. We married men with kids like we don't give a fuck what niggas on the Internet think about our sexuality. But having these conversations creates that type of static. It, and who and nobody gives a fuck. You feel me? So it's like I'm going to stand with the niggas I stand by. I'm going to speak knowing that it's people that i love that endure these experiences which is why i have the insight that i have i'm speaking from the wow. standpoint of i'm talking about people i fucking love yeah, you feel me definitely people that's close to my fucking heart and i'm seeing what they have to endure and what i at some point in my life was responsible for perpetuating yeah you know what i'm saying like i like but I mean, we don't owe yeah. we don't owe anybody an explanation about what yeah. we should yeah. talk about. Right. Now we've been live for an hour, and we definitely still got a whole other segment left, man. Go. <laughs> I, I think that I think that the purpose of the conversation, man, is just to unpackage uh issue that is seen as being very taboo, not only in the community, but I think throughout the world, there's a stigma to uh people being uh, identifying uh, openly as being bisexual in terms of being seen as being untrustworthy, seen as being disease packing or disease transmitting, or being seen as deviant people or people that's you know what I'm saying that's 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 wishy-washy, they got their mind unmade up. I just think that it's important for us to have these conversations that have been very uh, hard to have in the past and that we've all been conditioned to see as being very taboo. I feel like in order for us to reach that, uh, uh, that pinnacle of liberation, of equality, of freedom, of whatever the hell you want to call it, I think we have to have these very hard conversations about how we understand different people and different understandings. And, and this is the last thing I'll say on this is that dedicated to everybody that uses the exclusion of bisexual people as being a mere presence 
the same hubris that you were able to exclude this demographic from who you date is the same way that the fuck boys is able to say I don't date black women and or I don't date blacks I don't date dark skinned black women because of X Y and Z. Most of y'all preferences it really come from normalized oppression and discrimination that y'all have made rational. And you figured out little cute persuasive ass ways to say it's it's it's, it's a it's, it's a it's so just to give you some rhetorical questions because you know i like to you know say education is elevation you feel me this let me just ask you like two or three questions about your preference what does your preference come from mm. how did you develop these desires that made you come to these specific preferences and is your preference tied to a marginalized community like them over there that they, they, they not your preference is it ironic that they are seen as being disposable and disposable is it ironic you know what i'm saying if you start having a preference and a lot of your people that you exclude from preferring starts being traditionally historically exposable disposable demographics you have to ask yourself how much are you lost in the sauce to how you've been conditioned to understanding desire and pleasure this has been the conscious chop. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. What we got next? Real quick, it's only juice ask the question. Are y'all just here to only talk about people who agree with y'all? It's not a debate. It's not a debate. This is not tomorrow. We'll have that debate. Tomorrow the debate is happening tomorrow. Shout out to you, Toya. Tomorrow the debate is tomorrow. Tonight is the chop up show, the podcast. Shout out to everybody tuned in to the podcast. We'll be keeping chopped up and not slopped up. Goddamn. Shout Hold out on. to everybody. Where, where, where the comment? Where the comment? I want to put that shit on the I want to put that on the summer jam screen. Where the comment? It's the who said did y'all come? Did y'all come <laughs> in the comments? Yo, to not have your opinions challenged. Is this not okay? I understand typing fast and all that. I ain't gonna you can <laughs> challenge our opinions all you want. But that's why you getting it good. Like, make it don't ask, challenge. don't ask, or you know what I'm saying? Don't don't challenge our statements. And then when we come with the smoke, be like, well, ain't that what you want? Yeah, we gave it to you. We gave you what you wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you challenged it. And that yeah, was good. It's, it's, it's the top up. It's the top up. Just like AM said. We just we just chopping it up. Yeah, journey, it. journey, it's, it's cool, journey. Calm down, journey. It's yeah, cool. journey, we got it. This my 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 daughter in the background. She's she's also non-binary. She just out here living her life. <laughs> But <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the but but that's the conscious chop. Uh, y'all gonna get enough of telling us what the fuck we supposed to do on our podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, into, hey, 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 into, I know a lot of y'all that follow me. Y'all know that I do debate things, and I'm big on debate, and like that's what I like doing, like debating. Just so we clear, just so we know, every all three of us have a like top level college like debate background. You feel me? Like all three of us have. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like all three of us, not only did we debate, like we really was debating and kicking ass. So just so I, we, I mean, so we like I mean, we we the nigga being subtle, but we kind of legends at what we did. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that though, because I ain't no. I'm gonna say that. You feel me? Um, but to get it to the and it's my chop now anyway. Right, so that's why I'm gonna say thing, that. One more thing, and I'm gonna be quick. Dick love that it's only juice. We were we were. I was wrong. I stand corrected. I sit corrected. Uh, there was a oh oh. I'm sorry. Interacting more back and forth <laughs> to us and Jason uh, Jason Lock also cleared me up, fixed me up. That wasn't us. They was going back and forth. Haven't they? They trying to talk, chop it up with each other. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh okay okay. Y'all chopping it up in the chat. Yeah, oh, they got no dude. 
Let me find back. We love y'all. Hey, hey, right. Yeah, uh, get get your beer, George. Get your beer. Uh, because when George George get his drink. And shit, we, let's talk about these politics. That's what I want to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, we about to, we about to get into this political chop. We do. I know we had some people in Georgia. Um, for the hundred and eighty some people that's still with us, thank you. Um, we do got one more chop we want to get through. Uh, the first yeah. part of the chop we gonna run through that one kind of quick. Um, once George get back, but we talking about the election in Georgia. Um, uh, Flower Boy, I know you saw that you said you you missed the first part of the conversation. If you check Spotify tomorrow, check Spotify tomorrow. You will find um a you will find this that that portion of the conversation the conscious chop you can just listen to that all on its own so you can check out the political chop tonight uh if y'all go to Spotify now we've kind of we've kind of switched up who's I know y'all was complaining about when the episodes was getting up that was my bad Toya is a little bit more diligent than myself <laughs> we're getting them up so you can check saying right now check tomorrow if you missed the part of the conversation or you want to go back and replay it. And call us out, you know what I'm saying? Challenge us on anything. Go back, check on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. My boy Melvin, shout out to Melvin, Black Intelligency yeah. in the building. Uh, he said we on Pocket Cast too, so you can find us there. You get uh Terry, you can also find the Over 30 podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Just go uh just go to uh YouTube Over 30 Podcast. We there too. But yeah. uh now that we got the boy George back, cheers. The homie didn't pulled up, you know what I'm saying. So you got the water because she fasting. Hey, listen, I take this all back if I found out four or five brewing companies races or something, or they got some problems and shit. But this uh limelight, this uh blind beer with limes, this whole this racket, man. You know, it smacked just a little bit. It smacked just a little bit. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 